Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we have another installment talking about community networks. This one is about shy community networks or being in a community network when you're shy or when you have some other reason that you don't want to have real-world interpersonal interaction. Okay. This is something that comes up way more than you might think. Prompted by this comment, my problem is that I'm not social enough and I shy away from making real-life connections. It's a common thing. Um, the thing is, I encountered this in the first community network that I ever witnessed. In fact, it was so long ago, I didn't even know that's what it was called. Uh, I want to reiterate, this was a long time ago, so as I go through this story, just understand that this is what my friend's kid would refer to as the late 1900s. Yeah. Um, my neighbor, she was the just stereotype of the activist social butterfly. She was plugged into everything on campus, everything that was going on in town. She knew everybody. And we hit it off for whatever reason. Uh, at this point in my life, I, I was not plugged into that, that scene at all. But we hung out a lot. And one day, I'm sitting in her apartment, as I had for the previous months, just hanging out. She is in her bedroom. And this woman walks in, and she walks right past me, doesn't acknowledge me, and opens the door to what I thought was a closet. It wasn't. It was her room. She had a roommate. The activist butterfly had this roommate that was very much somebody who kept to herself. So much so that after months, I didn't even know she existed. She was what we would call today a very online person. Okay. She was going to school for something to do with computers. I don't know. It was a long time ago. But as, uh, as time went by, her social butterfly activist roommate was complaining about getting positive messaging out on campus and how hard it was. So she helped. She used the skills that she had to help. And then it grew. And other people who were going to school for stuff to do with computers, they started handling the graphic design on the flyers, and they made a website that each little activist group could log into and update like a calendar of events. Understand, that was some high-tech stuff back then. Um, and they did this for months and months and months. And this little circle of very online computer people they had meetings, but they were in a chat room. I, I want to say it was IRC, which is, it was Discord, okay? Um, and as time progressed, one of their therapists suggested that they actually take this activity and get out and get involved and get into the real world. The therapist was literally like touch grass. And they started going out and doing like environmental cleanup stuff and Stuff like that that didn't require a lot of interaction outside of the circle of people they were very comfortable with. Um, I went with them once, um, and it was a very unique experience. Uh, they, they referred to each other 
by their screen names. Like it, it was, it was unique, but it worked for them. And it, it goes to show that even if you are somebody who just does not want to deal with people, or you have a reason you can't deal with people, or whatever, all you need is that one person who you can kind of use as a liaison. And you can still be part of something or spawn your own. I mean, by the time this was over, that little circle of computer friends was basically the PR firm for every activist group in, in town. They made a positive change. And while this story definitely speaks to those people who may be shy or may not want to be that, may not want to have those real world interactions, it also shows something else. There is no skill that is unneeded in the fight to make the world better. No matter what your skill set is, and it doesn't matter what your situation, there's some way that you can plug into a network and help. And if you're somebody who doesn't want to leave your house, you don't have to, unless the therapist tells you to. Um, but the one of the, the things you have to overcome when you're doing this is all of the reasons you have not to. Because you're going to have tons. You're going to have that you're gonna have stuff like this where it just doesn't suit your personality or so you think um, or you're gonna have scheduling conflicts you're gonna have it's gonna be hard to find the time you're not gonna like one person involved there's always gonna be a reason to quit and you have to find a way to overcome it now as far as their real-world activities I have no idea how that uh, wound up playing out because that happened like two months before I, I moved. But there's always a need for you, for whatever it is that you're good at. Whatever your skill set is, there's a need for it. The world has a lot of problems, and there is some way in which you can contribute. And there is plenty of accommodation for your personality type, your skill set, your personal preferences, all of that stuff. There's a way to help. You just have to find the right little the, the right little cubby for you, the right group for you, the right way for you to help and to maintain who you are. Because you can't, as much as everybody wants to, you can't actually let that define you as a person. It has to be in addition to your normal activities. So no matter how hard it may seem or how challenging it might be in the beginning, there's a spot for you. And there are people waiting for you to fill that spot. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.